whoa, 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 Wednesday word. <laughs> Wednesday word. It's the Wednesday word. We're gonna have our own theme song, but by the time we've done like a hundred of these, we're gonna we will there will be a Wednesday, Wednesday. You know, one of those Wednesday, 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 Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. What's going on, gang? It's the Wednesday Word here on the Dealer Playbook Podcast, joined by my partner in crime, uh, David Bradley from Cardone Solutions Podcast on Anchor and everywhere else. Fine podcasts are heard. What's going on, That's Mr. B. Radley? B. Radley. Ooh, I like Ooh, that. I- <laughs> Nobody's ever broken it down like that. You heard it here first. That's right. When I was a kid, I used to get teased. They call me David Bradley. Well, they can go shut I like, because I'm an 80s boy, so I yeah. like B. Radley. B. Radley. B. <laughs> B. Radley. <laughs> As you know, the Wednesday word is where we discuss a word, where it came from, and how you can apply it to your life. And that all fits very nicely, all you know, packaged up in a nice warm bundle for you. In and and aligns with the mission of the dealer playbook, which is to enrich and empower retail automotive professionals and anybody who listens, for that matter, around the world. This is where we explore what it takes to create a thriving career in the retail auto industry. And so we're going to dig into this week's Wednesday word. I hope, I hope that you took David's uh, encouragement as he admonished you this past week to be gritty. I would love to know how that goes. You can leave me a message, 780-306-2021. Send me a text message. Let me know. You can also hit me up on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. Dude, by the way, I don't know what's going on with my Instagram right now, but it is exploding. The gram is blowing up. Gram's blowing up. I think I sent you a screenshot the other day, and I'm like, well, that thing's exploding. And we're like, to the to the degree and and by the way thank you because i'm looking at some of these profiles and i'm like oh oh phew these are real people you know um yeah but but to the degree where i've had to turn off instagram notifications uh so thank you everybody that's checking out um the 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 the, the, the podcast on instagram uh means what a world. fantastic prop man i love it yeah i mean right now if i'm looking um we're probably gaining Wait, there's a way to look at my insights. Um, yeah, like, you, you know, we were doing okay before. Like, reach was three, 400 each post. Now we're talking like 2,500 plus reach per post. And, and so when I've talked to my team that's helping me with my social, it's basically what they're saying is I'm using the right hashtags and I'm using the right... Uh, just my content. I like to make sure that my content looks clean and doesn't look like, you know, I woke up in the middle of the night and took a selfie. Uh, so we've had quite a few posts, thanks to the DPB gang, that are getting featured on the Explorer page for a lot of different hashtags. There you go. There you so, go. So cool. Um, Get in there. That's important. I, uh, I'm basically following Kevin Hart's strategy for social media, which is like, dude, I don't understand it. I'm just, I just do it. This deal on TikTok, correct? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna TikTok right now. I, I think I TikTok. I think I, I did. I don't know, I but I think I did. Yeah. So uh, thanks to everybody there. Hey, uh, B Rad, what's the uh, dude that you know? I'm gonna be just calling you B Rad. I'm in. B Rad, uh, what's the what's the word but of the I week? Changed my Twitter handle now. Yeah, I wish we don't. You kind of wish you did this before Twitter now, just so you were prepared. Yeah, B Rad. 
be rad. My real Twitter handle is at David R. Bradley. Yeah, that works. So this week, the word, it's overused. It's overplayed. Um, you want a hint? Sure. Matt Foley. Matt Foley. Van down by the river? Wait, yeah. Yeah? Right. Enthusiastic. Almost. Uh, passionate. Very, but not the word. What what letter does it start with and what does it rhyme with? Mm. Starts with the letter M. Okay, it's like charades. Starts with the letter M, rhymes with? No. The, what what just popped into my head is not safe for work, so I'm just uh, going to let it let right, it lie right. and, and and maybe just give it up. Okay, what motivate? Okay, so just just so you know, anytime I want somebody to guess something, I'm like, listen, it starts with the letter M and rhymes with motivate. Anybody? <laughs> like I'll I was just trying give to think it of a word that, that actually rhymed, and I was I couldn't, and I was but, yeah, like yeah. yeah, like last week it would have been like, hey. This week's word, if you can, let me know if you can guess this. It starts with the letter G and rhymes with writ. Writ. Yeah. <laughs> motivate. All right. Motivate. Why motivate? Why, why this motivate. word? Well, do you feel like that's one of those words? So the reason I use Matt Foley is that that, that whole sketch on Saturday Night Live yeah. really played or poked fun at the classic sort of motivational speaker type. And, you know, we hear about you know, my people need to be more motivated. I got to get these guys motivated, motivate, yeah, motivate, right. motivate. It's like, what does that even mean anymore? You know? And I'm always like, so why, why don't you think they're like, in what context aren't they motivated? Well, hundred percent. I mean, they were motivated to play Xbox for eight hours on the day off. Yeah. Right. You were, you were motivated to go out drinking all night. Mm-hmm. Everybody's motivated. Just maybe you're motivated on the wrong deal. Right. So the, and the definition of that, which is interesting, so it's a verb, meaning it's something that you do. And there's a root word, which we'll cover in a second, because that's the more important definition. But the, the, to motivate means to provide someone or something with a motive for doing something. Then that means you got to look at that word. What does that word mean? So you have to stimulate someone's interest or get them enthusiastic about doing something. And in this case, it would be the right thing. So if I break out my old school Webster's Dictionary, the word motivate isn't even in there. It's just motive. Because mm. this is a dictionary that works on, on roots. And that just means that which leads to action. Are you saying at, at, at one point in human history, the word motivate was like Google, where we turned the word motive into a verb. Yeah. Like I Googled it. Mm-hmm. What's your motive there, young Klondike? Well, in the, you know, in back in the theater, when I, you know, people are always asking, hey, what's, what's my motivation? As an actor, I'm playing a character. What is my motivation? What is my drive? Why as a character am I doing this, whatever that may be? Yeah. And so, the definition goes on to talk about an incentive, an animating idea, as in a uh, work of music or art or literature, and then motif, hmm. which then would open us up for the etymology conversation. Yeah. But, you know, what motivates 
you, it, there, it doesn't say anything in here about positive or negative. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of times when I think about motivate, I guess a lot of times I'm thinking about forward movement, but motivate, I think could also equally mean no movement. Like, um, overthinking when I overthink, I underact. Therefore, overthinking motivated me to stop. You know, um, you, you said, what did you say? Incentive stimulates interest, but I also feel like certain types of motivation in the wrong direction could motivate me to stand still. Yeah. You like, you know, that emoji, the thinking one where the, yeah. the, the, it's got their mm-hmm. finger on their chin. Like that yeah. to me is yeah. like, I use it sometimes. Yeah. But with scarcity, because it's it's one of those things where like nobody's ever gone anywhere by overthinking. Yeah. Right. And thinking is such as far as I'm. I mean, I'm. You, you things require thought. Right. But if you're looking to create more success, and since this is a sales focused conversation, you need to know what you're doing to to a degree that you don't think about it. Yeah. And the less thought required, interestingly enough, the more motivated you're going to be towards doing the right action. Yeah. So we joked or we were joking earlier about staying up all night playing Xbox or going out drinking all night. You got plenty of motivation for that. But why is that? Because you don't have the skill at the other thing. Right. Enough to where you're like, hey, I want to do that. And you are motivated. Yeah. Yeah. And well, and perception for me is a big part of motivation because like, well, here's a perfect example. So coronavirus, you know, hits and, and everybody's, you know, the hysteria sets in and people start watching their investments plummet. And so they're hysterical because they think it's the end of the world and supply chain and yada, yada, yada. And so they start pulling out, they start selling their their investments like crazy. Yeah. Well, that motivated them to withdraw or contract, but that motivated others to actually buy more. Correct. So, so because of perception, like for me, for example, I decided to buy more because I'm like, dude, I'm betting against the end of the world. And people were like, so am I. And I'm like, yeah, but if it is actually the end of the world, then none of this matters anyway. Yeah. And, and so our perceptions were different and it motivated us in different directions. Stocks just went on sale. Yeah. They yeah. had a yeah, exactly. 10% off sale or whatever. I don't yeah. know how much whatever it, it was. Yeah. So, that's the way to look at it. Right. And that's, that's the perception. I think people that number one, you have to be responsible to motivate yourself. And then the challenge, though, is that if you're a leader in a sales culture, remember a couple of weeks ago, we talked about attitude. So it's not just as a leader in any situation. And as a salesperson, you are a leader. It's you and you lead your customer. Yeah. If you're a manager, it's you, it's your team. And that directly links you to the, the client. But if the attitude is out, then it's on you to fix it in them. And so people motivate two ways they're either moving towards things that they want or they're moving away from things that they do not 
Right. That's kind of where the perception thing comes in because you might be moving away from something that you don't want, but that could be entirely based on ignorance. Just you didn't right. have enough information. Correct. And how can you, can you parlay those two motivations together to create a really powerful force? Yeah. And if you look at people throughout history who have had this high level of motivation and taking action, it's usually because they are very aggressively moving as far away from something in their past yeah. as they possibly can. And that usually is the starting block. Right. Until they start to see this end result, that is something towards that you want and desire, and that's usually a much, much bigger picture goal than just you. Yeah. What? what let me ask you this. I mean, we we talked about it in our last one, and, and you got all antsy and excited and and, and whatnot. <clears throat> what? Like, I can't remember who said it at ten x, but they said it. And I wrote it down. I mean, I could find out, but I don't want to flip through. This isn't one of those ASMR or whatever that new trend is where you get all the noises. You hear me flipping through my book? Yeah. They said that money will not wake you up. Like, it's not going to get you moving. Money doesn't actually motivate you, essentially. Motivate. Correct. But this is such a money-hungry... I interviewed somebody earlier that talked about how we're, we're, we are too emotional and money driven or we're too emotional about the money and we're talking about motivation and a lot of people say well that's easy for you say so you make the money but it's like yeah but i also remember when i couldn't put more than two dollars of gas in my gas tank or or and in those moments did i sit and sulk about the fact that i couldn't put two dollars of gas in my gas tank or was i just truly excited that i actually had a gas tank to put gas in well, yeah, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, Grant really, in his strategy of the week, he talks about that, about how, and, and the reality is, you know, money will not make you happy, nor should it be a motivating factor. But what will? You know, and so here's, you know, the, the example would be if you knew somebody that was close to you, friend, family member, that had a terminal illness and insurance wasn't going to be picking up the tab on that deal, but you had the means to literally stroke a check for the treatment. Would that make you happy? Right. Yeah. Right. Your church has, you know, like right now in Tennessee. Yeah. The day we're recording this, right. Tennessee has horrible tornadoes just ripped through. People died and buildings were destroyed. If that was your church, would it make you happy to stroke a check to fix the church? Right. So it's not the money, it's what you can do with it. But in order to get it, you got to be motivated. Yeah. You got to be driven by a bigger purpose. Much. Um, and I love that. Like, I, you know, I often think about this. You talk a lot about the why, having a solid why. I talk a lot about having a solid why. I love one of my mentors talked to me uh, early on. Um, about having a 99.9% why. Mm. And I was like, what does that mean? What do you mean 99? He's like, because you will inevitably get hit with 60, 70, 80, and 90% obstacles. Mm -hmm. And the only way to overcome and the only way to keep moving forward and be motivated enough is if your why is 99.9%. 
And I always love that. And that's always stuck with me because for, for me, I, I, you know, I had a conversation earlier with an individual call who, who called me and he's like, wow, you, you know, you get paid to speak and you get paid to this. And, and I'm like, yeah, but listen, I want to tell you something and listen very carefully. If, if he's like, how many events do you do per year? And I'm like, well, I, I limit it to like 10 or 12. And he's like, whoa, you know, that's unreal. Like, how, what, what do I do? And I'm like, cool. And I'm like, but you got to understand something. He goes, he, well, he goes, why do you limit it to 10 or to 10 to 12? And I'm like, because I got to a point where I was going to 30. And every time I came home, my kids didn't remember who I was. Yeah. And so I said, you got to understand something. Yeah, I get paid to speak. It's phenomenal. I feel incredibly blessed. Um. I would give all of it up in a heartbeat if one of my children sincerely came to me and said, dad, I feel like I'm losing my relationship with you. Or if I observe that because of that, it was taking the wrong toll on my family, I'd give it up all in a heartbeat because like the, the thing is like, I got to just need to get you a jet. Yeah. 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 Well, Hey, it's in the works. Yeah. I, I know. And this is why I think, I, this is why I, I feel peaceful, um, why I feel like there's not a lot of turmoil in my life and in my relationships and stuff is because I, it, it's not that I'm content. I am very, very ferociously hungry to get, to get to what I have in my mind, but I also am, am past discrediting what I accomplished today. Because, oh, yeah. you know, because I know I, you, you, same thing. You probably, dude, you probably lay down in bed and your eyes just shut. Like, I'm like a robot. My wife's like, are you a robot? Like, are you just, you, your head hits that pillow and within five minutes you're snow, you're out. And it's like, well, it's the part of it is I feel incredibly satisfied. I'm not kept up at night worried about what I could have done because I, I feel like, you know, I did beat the sun up and I yeah. accomplished more by 10 o'clock than most people do in three days. And it's because I have a 99.9% why part of which is my family and what I am wanting to create for them. I want something that transcends generations. You know, I have to be honest with you and I'm not there yet. The, the falling asleep. I'm not, it's not that I stay up all night. Yeah. But so here's a, this is a grand lesson that you're touching on. When I was uh, in college, we did um, West Side Story. Okay. And uh, after opening night, we, we killed it. Like, we killed it. Opening night was amazing. Yeah. Phenomenal. Standing ovation. People freaking out. Like, great. So we get backstage and everyone's high-fiving and patting each other on the back and, you know, we're awesome, right? And the director, I'll never forget this, his name is Cliff Cabanella, calls an emergency meeting, emergency cast meeting, brings us all together and he just says, you know what, you guys, that was amazing. I want you to be very, very, very proud of what you've accomplished tonight. But here's the deal. Don't you ever F-bomb be satisfied. Took me um, a few years to fully process that statement. Right. But I'll go to sleep at night being very proud of my day 
but I know that in every sales organization I cold call on or every dealer I reach out to, that there is going to be one person at the very least that has been waiting for me to call and waiting for me to put our program in his company. Right. And if I don't accomplish that, I kind of feel like I failed him. Interesting. Interesting. So I'm proud of the work I do. Yeah. But I'm not satisfied. And that yeah, yeah. will keep that keeps me up a little bit. Yeah. Just saying. No, you, you know, and, and that's that's very interesting too. I think I, I I definitely share that, but my I am so like, dude, you probably don't you don't stop working. You know, like if yeah, you're working today. Yeah, I set an appointment today. The guy's like, oh, no, that's during your lunch break. I'm like, dude, I haven't taken lunch since the Clinton administration. What are you talking about? <laughs> I haven't taken lunch since Herbert Hoover right. was in office. I don't know. Was that somebody that was in office? I don't know. It was during the US Great Depression. He got in a lot of trouble. Oh, crap. Well, he's a good president, though. And what's it said, he just had to carry the weight. He happened to be in office when it hit. Yeah, fair. Um, yeah, no, I get that. But 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 I think that is part of motivation. You're, you're you're motivated by knowing that you can reach and have an impact on people. I mean, that's the same thing. I the the thing I guess for me is I don't internalize it as keeping myself up at night. I you, you know if we break apart my day, something that really resonated with me that Grant said is like, yo, you work for eight hours, you sleep for eight hours, and then there's eight hours to determine what's where you're going. Well. Yeah. I, I don't shut off until I shut off. So maybe that's one of the reasons why I can fall asleep so quickly is because, you know, like for example, it, it's five 30 dude for, for me, that means that half of the, the working population in the city of Edmonton has already been home for like an hour. Yeah. Right. And, and we're here, we're recording. I'm going to go home. I'm going to have dinner. I'm going to spend, I'm going to spend some time with the wife and kids. And then I'm going back to work. Right. Uh, and people go, well, what about your wife and kids? And it's like, well, I'm going to spend time with my wife and I'm going to spend time with my kids. But my kids don't stay up as late as I do. They go to bed, you know, at, at their bedtime. And then what am I going to do after that? Am I going to watch Netflix or am I going to use that time? And so when my eyes are so dry because, <laughs> because I'm so tired, then it's like, Laptops closed or the book is closed yeah. or, or sometimes what will happen is mo- most of the time what will happen is uh, laptop closes. I feel okay with the progress I've made. Uh, I, I, you know, but, but now it's like, okay, I got to step away from this and come at it with fresh eyes. I'll go brush my teeth, do the, the nighttime routine. And when I come back, because I'm, I'm up and I've kind of got my heart pumping a little bit, I got a little bit of life left in me. So I open. I open a book and then, I, and then, I, oh, <laughs> How many I just choked on my snore. Yeah. How many paragraphs do you get before you knock out? Mm, I don't know. Three, four. Three. Yeah. Three or four. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Deal. But you know, it's, you, you want to know what's super weird about it or, you know, like chew, chewing gum, like for me is what, like I follow the YouTube wormhole so deep. Mm. But, but it's funny because I'll pull up something on YouTube the next morning that I saw the night before. And my, my team like is like, wow, you're really comfortable showing your YouTube history. 
And I'm like, yeah, because look at my YouTube history. And it's like, Grant Cardone's team shows how to cold call properly or the purpose of, you know, so last night, dude, I had dreams that I was backstage with Dana White because that was the last thing that I saw before I went to bed, you know, like before my eyes closed. So I got Dana well, White. You were at GrowthCon and not about to step into the octagon. Yeah, no, no, I was, um, I, what, what, what was it? I was, yeah, I was just like, I was just chilling with Dana White. We ended up on Air Force One and, uh, and then next thing I know, we're at Vegas and I'm chilling with him backstage and he's talking me through my business, you know? Um, and, and so. What a cool goal. Yeah. What yeah, a great yeah. dream. Yeah, I think so. But that, but I wake up and I'm like, go make that happen. You know? Yeah. So cool, man. So motivation. Um, what's your purpose? DPB gang. You just listening to this and doing nothing with it. Like, what's your purpose? Why are you listening right now? What are you hoping to get? What nugget are you hoping to get by listening to the Wednesday word with me? What's your motivation? What is your motivation? If you're only motivated by the fact that you want to get to 10 cars, then you need to really like from eight cars to 10 cars, 10 to 15, 15 to 20. If you want to write more contracts on the back end, if you want to like excel at what you do, that's awesome. But maybe take a minute to think about why that's important to you. And if the only thing you come up with is money, I, I don't know. Like, can I add my voice to this? I think I can because you're listening right now. That, that may not be enough to get you moving. That may not be enough to wake you up, to beat the sun up. Uh, Dave Bradley, you can check his podcast out, Cardone Solutions, on Anchor or everywhere fine podcasts are heard. As usual, my man, thanks so much for joining me on this episode of Wednesday Word here on the Dealer Playbook Podcast. Thank you so much for having me.